as a good lad from Atridgeville in Pretoria, and I just hated oppression. From childhood, I hated it and decided to take on the system and to fight for freedom, and that landed me in jail. As a child, Dikhang Wasaneke was exposed to the stark inequalities of apartheid separate development, Influenced by the teachings of African independence leaders like Patrice Lumumba and Kwame Nkrumah, Wusineke's eyes were open to injustice. At the age of 14, he joined the Pan-Africanist Congress. They resisted Bantu education, but the youth also set their sights on bringing down apartheid and colonialism once and for all. And we took it as a mantra that we were our own liberators. I have the responsibility to liberate myself and I can't outsource that responsibility. At the age of 15, Mosineke was arrested and put on trial for treason. With the death penalty hanging over his head, a teenage Mosineke was forced to defend himself during the trial. It was to be his very first cross-examination. I didn't do well at all. I was a standard 8 student and trying to defend myself in the Supreme Court. Charges of trying to overthrow the state by violent means. And I picked up 10 years imprisonment. So the cross-examination could not have been (laughs) too good at all. But this was the moment when Musoneke realized that the law could be used as a tool to bring down apartheid. I was not totally out of my depth. I had a knack for it. When he was sentenced, the words of his grandmother began coming back to him. 10 years, Robin Island, you're sentenced. Get out of here. And I look and I'm a prisoner. I'm in prison clothes in shorts and sandals, in the cold cape. And my grandmother's words became quite helpful. Soak it up, grandson. She was really saying life will throw at you and you need to build the capacity to soak it up and move on. I got to Robben Island up, set for matric, passed, and registered with UNISA in registered law subjects. Moseneke went on to become a High Court judge before joining the Constitutional Court in 2002. He was later appointed as Deputy Chief Justice by then-President Thabo Mbeki. A few years later, Moseneke seemed to raise the ire of the Jacob Zuma administration. But Deputy Chief Justice Moseneke insists that any perceived disagreement between himself and the President is nothing more than media hype. If you met President Zuma and me together, we'd gone like house on fire like two long-lost comrades and brothers and friends with many common stories that we can relate about the long struggle we've had. And some of those narratives are there in in my autobiography just about to be published. Justice Musoneke's judicial writings are also widely celebrated. The so-called Glenister judgment on the independence of the Hawks has been hailed by commentators as imaginative and brilliant. Justice Musoneke also penned key judgments on affirmative action and a judgment on the eviction of homeless people was eventually reproduced into a film. But not all his judgments were popular with the people. Deputy Chief Justice Musoneke overturned a high court decision to put a temporary stop on the controversial Gauteng Etolls. We searched and searched and searched. There was nothing wrong. So we couldn't say to government, yeah, we prefer the petrol levy as a source of funding roads than tolling. That's not a decision that judges make. So it is good law, I think, and the outcome is 
unanimous and correct. But does Justice Musuneke have an e-tag? <laughs> My cousin e-tag is a government car, so it would have an e-tag, and it should have an e-tag, which means I'm acting lawfully, right? When I retire, I'll have to think about that. <laughs> then I'll have to use my own car. He was instrumental in convincing the other justices to set up a social media account for the court. In the very first tweet, I have the privilege of initiating. I'm going to press my phone and send a tweet, which I did. And I got lots of responses. But one that struck me was from Advocate Galwana who said, oh, DCJ, my DCJ, please tread carefully. (laughs) This is dangerous terrain. He doesn't need your kind here. Please tread gingerly. So, this is the first and the last tweet I made. Asked about what he thought his legacy might be, the Deputy Chief Justice pointed to upcoming conferences which will discuss his jurisprudence. For his successor, Musuneke did not mince his words. It's a glamorous work. It looks, but actually, as I often say, it's like a beautiful white duck that looks so elegant above the water. And if you dive underneath, you'll find it paddling, paddling, to stay so pristine and so elegant in his movements. So my successor will have to work and work and work. Besides the upcoming launch of his autobiography, Musuneke prefers to keep a clean in-tray for the future. Travel, travel, travel. Go up Machu Picchu and go out to the monsoon and just get the rain run down my back in the loincloth going up Tibetan mountains. There's a bucket list of things that I'd like to go and do. We'll see what next to do after the rest, rest, travel, rest, travel. I'm Candice Nolan in Johannesburg. Marching on a free